Welcome to another episode of the Free Thinkers Podcast. It's a show that believes in free speech, original thought, and desire for truth. I'm Rusty Putfark, and I am excited to be joined tonight by our good friend, William Hall from Gab. William, how are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing good. You? Awesome. Awesome. Good. So glad to have you here. I can't believe we've been doing all these shows separately on gab and we're almost neighbors buddy seriously yeah i was very surprised by that you know it, it actually started when i was looking at the i think it was the, the polk county school board clip yep. and i saw that and i'm like wait a minute these guys are local so let me reach out see what's going on you know and sure enough lakeland we're you know we're all here so you know it just kind of worked out that way so small world it's a very small world yeah and i think one of those other clips too was remember the boat that went in the 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 car boat that went in Lake Collinsworth? Oh. Did you say something about that? I don't I don't think I don't re, I remember seeing it, but I don't think okay, I okay. Maybe it was some other, it was maybe it was one other guy on Gab on that. This guy drove his car in the lake. Oh yeah, it was one of those water water cars and stuff like that. So, man, it's awesome to have we we've we've talked about it for a long time and yeah. we finally made it happen. So glad you're here tonight. Wanted to ask you though, how did you get started? I mean, as far as you're you're pretty popular in Gab. You do a show, a consistent show. How did you get started on 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 that platform, and what brought you to to start doing your your podcast? Yeah, sure. So I literally started my uh, show right after the election. I mean, it was like uh, November fourth, pretty much the day after when we saw what took place. I was like, I, I need to start doing videos on this. I was already kind of started online and uh, posting some, just doing the kind of social media stuff. But I really wanted to just start a podcast, so I just started it off, hit the ground running. And wanted to just cover what was happening through the different state certifications and everything that was going on that we saw with the different ballots. So, hmm. I mean, that, that was really what it was all about, at least what kickstarted the show was just covering the election. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a wild time. I, it I was. Just, I mean, I, I can't believe what happened and still going on. There's something supposed to be released tomorrow or something like that. And yeah. I did see I something about Maricopa, I think, or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not holding my breath on that one. Yeah. That's, we'll that's, we'll, that's we'll been, see. That's been a while. That's, that's been a while yeah. on that one. So. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about you being like a conservative and everything. I mean, what, how did you get into like politics and have the passion for what you're, you're, you're into? Yeah. So I didn't really, I really wasn't interested in politics for a long time in my life. Like I really didn't care. I didn't really vote for much of anything. I was just kind of, you know, just doing whatever. just didn't really get involved in it. But, you know, over time I had realized, you know, I don't, I had always been a Christian for my entire life. And always had these values. I just never really applied it to anything. So when I finally was looking at doing something before November, uh, before the last election, I was like, wait, I'm a, I'm a conservative. Like this lines up exactly with what I believed my entire life. Um, so that's really kind of what kicked off the entire thing. And for me, at least, you know, what really started it for me is that, for example, my, my dad was, uh, he worked for the Polk County Sheriff's Office for 26 years. So, you know, I've, we have a long law enforcement history. I worked for the sheriff's office for a couple of years as well, doing 911 dispatching. So I've, I've always just have respected that and, and mm -hmm. have always seen that and just kind of grew up with this uh, conservative mindset to my life. So that's really what it's all about. Yeah. Well, we're, we are very blessed to live in Polk County. <laughs> Definitely. With Gritty the sheriff Judd. that we have. <laughs> I love him. I'm telling you, I, I, I grew up, he was just like a deputy. Yeah. We grew up in the, I grew up in the same neighborhood. I went to school with oh, his kids. Awesome. And, um, he, I, I love that guy. Yeah. yeah I mean, me I'm telling you, that guy is a no nonsense. That's all the bullets we had. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, no, but I'm, I'm telling you, 
the, your local sheriff is very important in your life. I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about politically, your rights, your freedoms. Mm-hmm. Your local sheriff and the, and the governor should be the two most important people in your life. Potentially your mayor. The federal government shouldn't be as powerful as it should, as, as it is, mm-hmm. based on how the founding fathers wanted to establish, you know, the states and how all that, that went out. So being in Polk County, we are very, very, very fortunate on that and stuff. For sure, for sure. And a little note on Grady Judd, I actually was, when I was really young, when like it was actually before, I think we had Crow, Sheriff Crow before yes. him. Um, and I was actually helping to campaign on his float in the early days because my dad was still working wow. for the sheriff's office at the time. So I remember campaigning and helping him do all that. So I, I, I know him very well. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence Crow, that was his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came to school one day and we thought we were all going to get arrested or something like that as little kids. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, how do, how do, how can people find you? I mean, as far as like where where your where is your podcast? What's your platform? Sure, I mean pretty much everywhere so far um, on on Rumble and Gab and YouTube for the videos. But as far as the the audio only podcast is on Apple and Google and just and, and Anchor is all the all the platforms pretty much that are out there. I haven't gotten banned entirely from them all yet, so yeah. <laughs> that's good news. Yeah, well. Hopefully we'll be able to upload this soon because we're in YouTube jail right now. You <laughs> yeah. talk about you got banned a couple times. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, we we got banned for uploading uh, actual fact, factual data yeah. and stuff. So, well, that's awesome, man. Um, we have a couple clips that that we're gonna we're gonna go through. And I watched your podcast today, and you covered this story a little bit here. But it's like when I first saw it, when when a buddy sent it to me, I thought it was a joke. I mean, the FDA, this guy's talking about blow darts. <laughs> And it's just, it's the craziest thing you've ever seen. We have Houston back there tonight doing the directing. Houston, play clip one real quick. Let's just go ahead and introduce what we've got here. Go to the unvaccinated, blow it into them, blow dart it into them. I remember reading about how with COVID trials, they were having an issue recruiting African-American people. Can't blame them. I can't, but at the same time, like, blow dart. It's where we're going. There needs to be a registry of the people who aren't vaccinated. Although that's sounding very Germany. The Germany that you're thinking of is it? Nazi Germany. I mean, think about it like the Jewish stuff. He looks like the FDA or something. Yeah. So Again. So in order. Low dark. <laughs> it is the perfect answer. <laughs> and since J&J is an mRNA, you have no issue of it counteracting with anything else. So again, you just shoot everyone. It's like drones. Drone darts. Easy. How do we reach the minority populations? Blow darts is always the answer. Yes. I will cheers to that. Yes, cheers. And the people who are like, oh, the vaccine's terrible, it's the Antichrist, they're like, yes, our savior. <laughs> so if they start handing out vaccines, I'm going to go door to door and stab everyone. Oh, it's just your booster shot. Stick your arm out. Exactly. What's that? Oh, it's just a vitamin C shot. Again, if you're an undercover journalist, you can't quote me. Again, if you're an undercover journalist, you can't quote me. William, that's uh, <laughs> that's our government right there. <laughs> it is. That is our government. This guy is is flamboyant about the blow, the blow darts as you can get, buddy. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe it. I mean, the blow dart is the answer to everything. Have you ever seen a blow dart gun I, I yeah i have but it's when you're thinking about the whole vaccine portion i'm trying to figure out how that's exactly going to work mechanically like the whole thing's just got me confused so. <laughs> oh, i've only seen those i went to ecuador 
and they have these, you know, you buy them and I stuff. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're for like little darting animals Definitely and not stuff. something that you would expect to actually have a full injection of something. And, you know. <laughs> <Can> you, <laughs> I, I honestly, I thought it was a Babylon B story. I really yeah. did. Yeah. I really did. I'm like, there's no, I mean, yeah. Blow dart African Americans with COVID vaccine is where we're going. Just shoot everyone. Yes. How is that not the most racist right? story on the face of the earth? I, I don't know. And and I commented on this on my, on my show a little bit, but I mean, <laughs> all of these liberals, I mean, you know, they're, they're out there. You, you would assume this guy would be talking about how tolerant he is and everything like that. And how woke he is. But look, look, when you hear this language, I mean, these people, and he's talking about it like, oh, you know, they're, we'll just force them to do this. We'll force them to do that. And I, and I just wonder how much of a like, crazy psychotic person do you have to be to just want to inject people against their will with anything? It's yeah. just it's mind blowing. Yeah. And, and, because it's all for your health at that point. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's all for your health. Now, I got to show a picture. Uh, Houston, show clip two. Because William, when you leave here, this is what you may be facing right here. This is Fauci with his <laughs> his dark gun out here doing that. I can't. I just someone from Gap put that up today. Uh, I'll make too, sure to dug and hide. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was too good for that. It was right. too good for that. But yeah. So he says, if you're so, if you put every anti-vaxer like sheep into into like Texas, and you closed off Texas from the rest of the world, you go okay. You be you in Texas until we deal with this pandemic. Right. All the wealthy white people are getting vaccinated because they're educated. All right. All right. <laughs> well, what's interesting about that is because he, he was saying, well, we'll just have an IQ test. And, you know, if they're below a certain point, we'll just force them to get this vaccine. But there was a study I saw like a week ago where I think it was the people that had doctor's degrees that yep. were the most vaccine hesitant. It's that like, was, well, how do you explain that one? Yeah, they had two ends of the curve, the 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 ones on <laughs> yeah. the very bottom of the education level mm -hmm. and then the ones at the very highest of the <laughs> yeah. education level, the ones with PhDs, like mm -hmm. you said, doctors were the most vaccine hesitant. The, the ones in the middle that just mm -hmm. probably you know, bread and circus. They're just going <laughs> right. to follow whatever they want to. Exactly. They're going to go along with it all. But yep. yeah, craziest thing ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, blow dart, blow dart <laughs> vaccines into people. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have the story, but I saw something they were trying to like, uh, modify genetically modify food with MRNA. Wow. So you eat the MRNA instead of having to get the shot. That's crazy. I guess as a part of the the plan, considering I guess because they were starting with the pill or something yeah, like that, they were going to yeah. do that. So I guess that's kind of the natural progression, maybe. <laughs> Which is the interesting thing. Obviously, we couldn't yeah. put this on YouTube because I'm about to say a word that YouTube doesn't like. <laughs> but the Pfizer pill mm -hmm. had the same properties as, as ivermectin. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that? I did see that. Which I, I, I kind of posted briefly. I'm like, this is probably like this is probably got zinc in there, a few of these other things that mm -hmm. they're telling you is just medical quackery at this point. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't do anything with with real nope. research. So none of that. It's pretty crazy. Well, I think the theme tonight is this is your government. Yeah. We're, we're, we're showing some incredible clips of the complete utter failure. Like you, mm -hmm. I think you said on, on, on your podcast today, you can't trust the government because the government are made up about people like this that want to blow dart everybody. Exactly. Right. Exactly. The, the government is all, all it is is a body made mm -hmm. up of, of human beings that are completely woke and, Exactly. I mean, we're in a we're in a point now where it's 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 getting wild. It is, and I mean, we look at a guy like that on there, and okay, this is just one employee, but I mean, who hired this person? Who's allowing them to still work? Yeah. at the FDA right now. I mean, they've got to be crazier than this guy is. So I mean, it just it's definitely concerning. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I think some of the hiring process you just 
I, I don't think you can deny people anymore. <laughs> probably not. I mean, everybody's Especially fair now. He's probably anything. maybe he's a little quota on the list or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he filled yeah. part of that quota for sure. But I know you talked about. I I really haven't talked about a lot of the January sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they call, <laughs> I say it's the January sixth open house, but it, they they call <laughs> yeah. it an insurrection. But um. You, you, I know you've done a couple shows on that. Yes. Kind of preface that a little bit from from your vantage point of of what happened and kind of where we are with with that. Yeah. So so obviously most people know kind of what really took place on January 6th when we look at the, the video footage. And then we also know that the FBI was not releasing like 14,000 hours of the footage showing us what really happened. And then you had Nancy Pelosi trying to do the entire commission based off yeah. of everything. And then she takes that. And of course, it was just going to be used as a way for them to attack Trump supporters. I mean, that's all it was. They had those police officers get up there and, and I've covered that extensively with, and just basically lie. And mm-hmm. then what really tipped it over the edge for me was the, uh, was the guy that shot Ashley Babbitt. And then you have him on the news, basically, I'm assuming trying to get some type of book deal out of the whole ordeal and, you know, lie and, and talking and presenting as if he's some type of American hero or something yeah, yeah. for, you know, shooting an unarmed woman. And, it, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, now we're at this point where they're having to release this this footage and everything. And, and that's really what is important because they don't want that release. Nancy Pelosi does not want that released at all because it's going to actually show people what took place. Because the, the narrative, though, was that this was a true insurrection. I mean, mm-hmm. these were armed, just vigilantes out there ready to, you know, kill everybody in their way. It was just one of the... They, they compared it to the Civil War. They compared it to 9-11. 9/11. They compared it to all these these events where people mm-hmm. died. I mean, there was only one person that actually died from that, and yeah. that was Ashley Babbitt, mm-hmm. because the officer, even his family came out and said he didn't die from that. He died yeah. from some kind of, mm-hmm. like it was a heart a stroke or something like that. Um, Houston, play clip three real quick. We're going to show this right here. Yeah, so that um, <laughs> that is that is what they call an armed insurrection. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Of the people there, Trump supporters, right? Mm-hmm. What percentage do you think are legal gun owners? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to assume the, the majority. Really yeah. high, I yeah. would say, right? Yeah. yeah. So if they're legal gun owners, mm-hmm. not one of them brought their exactly. firearm there. Mm-hmm. So there was no firearms exactly. caught on the premises. Now, when you look at that video, the most obnoxious thing that was done was that guy waved that handheld flag in the air. I mean, that was the most, I mean, eventful thing, let's Mm -hmm. just say, that happened in that clip right there. So there's 14,000 hours of that. The prosecutors were trying to keep that from there because they were saying (laughs) right here that uh, the clips could threaten the security of the complex. Yeah, that was, that was a (laughs) breach, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, they, they just don't want that footage out there. I mean, that that would kind of destroy the entire narrative. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised after they after everything's released in the in the clip there that we were just showing that they just cancel the whole commission altogether. I mean, at this point, yeah. it's like you're just they they don't want all of this true, actual, factual stuff to come out and be shown to everybody. Well, especially when you have so much of the undercover FBI that was part of it. Yes, you have there there were eyewitnesses that said mm-hmm. there were buses. Yeah, filled with. Um, what do you call that when they when it's all when they weren't all black? Yeah, the, the Antifa people and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were busing them in yeah. there to be part of this to to assimilate with the crowd and, yep. to, and to go in there and create chaos. Yeah, and there was even reporters that there was a OANN or something like that, or maybe it had a little Newsmax thing on their mic, 
And it was a it was yeah. a fake reporter guy from like Instagram or something that was there trying to stir everyone up yep. and all of that. So I mean, it's the whole thing is just it's crazy. Yeah, CNN bought mm -hmm. and paid that guy to go in. Yep. Um, one of the what was it, the BLM yeah leads or in mm -hmm. yeah I think it's BLM head yeah. Um, and it, it it was just it's crazy. And then there was something the other day where they had that that uh, J six protest. Yeah. You no could, I, mean, I, I think what's that? <laughs> that no one really showed up to. <laughs> no one showed up to that, and I think they were smart to not show up exactly. to that. I mean, because you know warning. what was going on. You know there was yeah. there was the majority was FBI mm -hmm. undercover that were trying yeah. to like create another narrative. Yeah, because I think they were banking on it. I really do. I they think do. They, were, they were. I think they were banking on another optic show to to go up there and say about how it's all. I mean, they're building the fence back and yep. all this other stuff, and no one showed for it. And I think. You showed a clip too yeah. on those those uh, those guys with the badges in yeah, their pockets, just kind of standing around and like, okay, this is kind of awkward. Like. Yeah, well, there was that video too of the of the of the guy that was caught. Oh as yeah, an undercover. And he with, was undercover, and they asked him, yeah, and he had a gun. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. And so that, they yeah. didn't put him on the ground or anything. He said, "I need." The guy said, "I think he he asked him, are you working?'" Yeah, you remember yeah, that? He yeah, asked, I do, are yeah. you working?" Uh -huh. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" So like, it's obviously <laughs> it is, and he's like, "I need a diamond." <laughs> to, to walk out of here right with yeah. this guy and they let him walk with his mm -hmm. firearm yeah like, are you kidding me i mean they wanted it to be the biggest thing that there was and, and it wasn't i mean there was that photo that i was kind of referring to about the all the obviously undercover fbi guys standing around yeah same haircut same oh, yeah. watch same shorts same, i mean the socks like is this what they think trump supporters look like yeah it's, exactly it's crazy. he still had his dress socks on from a suit he was wearing <laughs> yeah. earlier that day that, yep. that he obviously didn't bring other socks from home but it was it was crazy. They they part of this article says there was indeed violence in some areas of the Capitol grounds on January sixth, but it was not entirely clear that the worst offenders were Trump supporters rather than um, extremists. Mm -hmm. It appears that the groups are all conflated into a misleading picture. Of what happened? There were Trump supporters who were merely left let, led into the Capitol by the P Capitol police, who were supposed to be protecting the building. Many of them merely walked around, took pictures, and protested in a reasonably order fashion. This is why many defendants are charged with crimes such as trespassing. And this is my favorite one. Mm -hmm. Parading without a permit. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, Where do you go to get a permit to parade? I have no idea. There was even a report of a guy that I guess was just going in to go to the bathroom or something. And they even charged him. I mean, it, if you pretty much stepped foot in there, they're trespassing. And, and that's what gets me about all this is that this is the people's house. Like this is, you know, there, there shouldn't be any problem exactly. with limiting these people being able to get, go in here if they want to protest or something like that. And it's just crazy that, you know, our taxpaying dollars are funding this, funding, paying for this building, paying their salaries, but we can't do anything about it. We can't go anywhere near that. It's no. just it's insane. No, I had some friends that were up there for that. They, um, they didn't really know anything was going on mm -hmm. until later on. They got a call from somebody back here and said, what's going on at the Capitol? We hear all this other stuff. And they're like, we're, we're here. I mean, it's, and then the phones went dead. And, um, you know, they just said, it's time to go back to the hotel, yeah. this, that, and the other. They didn't go in. They didn't do mm -hmm. any of that thing like that. But like Owen Schroyer from yes. InfraWars, he didn't even go in. He didn't even do the bullhorn. He didn't do mm -hmm. anything like that. And they just charged him. So That's crazy. It's, it's, it's charging your political enemies That's at, it. at yeah. this point. Yeah. Political prisoners. Yeah. And I can, I just, it, it kills me for some of these people that are just held against their will mm -hmm. for a crime that they're not even charged with. Exactly. And they're not even able to have um, a right to a, a fair and speedy trial. That's mm -hmm. in the, yeah, in the constitution. I mean, they're still sitting there. I mean, that's, it's, that's a long time. It's yeah. All these people. Yeah. It's, crazy. it's, it's crazy that, mm -hmm. that, that, that that's going on. And I, I, 
I don't know really what to, what you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but something has to be done about that. Definitely. And I just, I'm, I'm so disappointed that I think Trump probably would have pardoned him if he didn't own it was going to be, yeah. if, if it was going to go on like this. But I mean, obviously nothing, you know, nothing happened that mm-hmm. was crazy with that. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's sad. Cause there's, a, there's a lot of families that are, that are really struggling, that are really hurting because, you know, their mom, their dad, both of them yeah. are sitting up there and they can't make ends meet. There was a couple people from Tampa that I saw some wow. reports on that she was about to have a baby and he's still in solitary confinement wow. for something that he, I mean, walking in a building. Yeah. And it's crazy that you even had Putin being one of the people that is yeah. fighting saying, Hey, you guys are doing <laughs> this. Like, yeah, don't talk to us. You know, I mean, it's really insane how that worked out. Yeah. When the KGB <laughs> is insulting you on <laughs> yeah. persecuting political right. enemies, you know, something really, really bad sure. is crazy going on. But, but I, I, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm happy to, uh, to, to let you know, William, that, um, the border patrol will not be using horses <laughs> right. anymore. I mean, Biggest of, fear, of, course. <laughs> of all of all the things going on in this country right now right. and around the world, horses surprisingly <laughs> are are one of the problems. And <laughs> investigations are immediately going to be launched into this. So, Houston, uh, play clip four real quick for us. So, what he has asked all of us to convey clearly to people who are understandably have questions, are passionate, are concerned, as we are about the images that we have seen, is one, we feel those images are horrible and horrific. There is an investigation the president certainly supports, overseen by the, the Department of Homeland Security, which he has conveyed will, uh, will happen quickly. I can also convey to you that the secretary also conveyed to civil rights leaders earlier this morning that we would no longer be using horses in Del Rio. Uh, so that is something, a policy change that has been made in response. <laughs> I, I tried not to, we will not be using horses in Del Rio. I mean, <laughs> okay. that's, that's a great policy for the president of the United States. That horses. <laughs> like of all things, I think it must've been too effective. I mean, that, that must be why they're doing this. I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, so weird. have you seen the terrain out there? Yeah. <laughs> you can't take a you can't take a, a side by side. Mm-hmm. A four wheeler barely will make it up. Definitely. I mean, a horse is the only way to do That's it. That's what I was thinking. I mean, it was just too effective. I mean, and it yeah. obviously was a solution that worked, and they're trying to get rid of that because they know what the deal is. They don't. They don't want the situation handled at all. No, I mean, they, they, they exactly. want this as completely out of control as they can have it. And it's all about optics for these people. Yes, I mean, when you talk about what the I was calling the former vice president because I can't honor <laughs> anything that happened there, but when he's talking to the the I guess the former president of of Afghanistan mm-hmm. and saying we need to portray something you know things to 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 look like this or that or the other completely just you know bogus about what they're talking Mm -hmm. about these people are all about optics yeah and so i mean think about everything that's going on and they're concerned that like you said the texas rangers are being effective in the and the border patrol are using horses in terrain that Mm -hmm. you can't go anywhere else on without riding a horse yeah yeah so that's they had a go ahead and put a Put clip five up real quick. And this is this is um a border patrol agent on a horse catching uh, a Haitian who is you you brought something up as far as how they're getting here. Yeah. Talk I'm about that. To, well, yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out exactly what happened, you know, because when we're looking at from all the way from Haiti to that border, it's like, I mean, that you, you would have had to have flown these people over somehow. And then we, there was, I think, 15,000. I mean, if you look at the photos, it's just crazy looking. I mean, it doesn't look like American to me. 
uh, when you see that. I mean, it looks like some kind of slum or something like that there. But but then you had maybe 5,000 that just disappeared all of a sudden. And mm-hmm. then there were reports that some were on or in these airports, and they were talking to them, and they're being flown to Orlando and New York and Maryland and a few other states. And it's just kind of weird that they're, that they're doing that on the taxpayer dollar, basically spreading these people around the country. Yeah. So if you, so part of the deal with asylum, Mm -hmm. as I understand it, is the first country you come into, Mm -hmm. that's where you have to seek asylum. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm correct. Right. So which would be Mexico. Yeah. So they're breaking the law twice and then coming. (laughs) Right. They're breaking the asylum law Mm -hmm. and they're breaking the border law. Exactly. I'd say border law. It used to be border law. It's a a great hope that that would exist. (laughs) Right. So it's, it's, you're right. I mean, Haiti, they, they're not, Coming here on boats, yeah, they're flying them to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Somebody's flying them to Mexico, yeah, and then close to the border, yep. they're not flying them far away and making them do that trek. Exactly, they're flying them close to the border and letting them make that trek to get in for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they're doing yeah. that, you know. So that's what. But but again, it's it's all about optics. Democrats yep. were outraged with the photos and video that showed exactly what they are trained to do: prevent <laughs> illegals from entering the United States. Seriously, <laughs> Saki continued to spread lies about the border patrol agents whipping black Haitians. That's what she said: <laughs> whipping black Haitians. The secretary conveyed to civil rights leaders Al Sharpton, which is oh geez, <laughs> the biggest race baiter in the race, United States, <laughs> race pimp has ever yeah. got in this world. Right. Um, Rush Limbaugh, he, he gave, he, <laughs> Al sure. Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, complete hell. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Early this morning, that would no longer be using horses. and do- So that's going to solve the problem by not using horses. So you somehow, you, if you grab them and you're sitting on a horse, a civil right leader needs to get involved Apparently. in that. But if you're, these guys now have to run after them themselves. But if you grab them and you're not on a horse, it's okay. Al Sharpton's <laughs> fine with that, right? I guess so. I mean, that's all it's about. Like, like you said, it's, it's about the optics when, they, when they're dealing with these types of things. So you're going to, of course, have Al Sharpton trying to say whatever is going to pay him his next paycheck. That's really all this is about. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so crazy, the race baiting that goes on with there. But they say, I mean, meanwhile, here's the Bidenville slum full of thousands of illegals in stifling heat. That's under the Del Rio Bridge. Yeah. 6,700 migrants, 4,700 family units, 1,400 single adult men, 418 single adult females, 73 family groups, 300 plus pregnant women. Yeah. They're fine with that because they're. Yeah. And like I said, it's it's not like these are good conditions. They're outside. It's extremely hot. I mean, it looks like some kind of slum in a different country. It's insane. And. No comments about that. But if you, you know, the horse thing, can't, that's a problem. Can't, can't ride a horse, man. Okay. Man. Sure. Yeah. Thanks I, for caring. They would hate rodeos. Yeah. They would hate rodeos. Sure. Well, here's here's a funny story, too. That I, I found this. Migrants attack and bite ICE officers while aboard airplanes. So these are the Haitian people that <laughs> yes, are getting sent yes. back. The, the Monday incident saw two Haitian immigrants leave their seats as the aircraft taxi <laughs> to the runway and attack ICE agents by biting them. Forced uh, the force the takeoff to be delayed. Federal, oh, this is the greatest part. You'll like this. Federal assault charges will be brought against the two Haitian attackers. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah, no. Then they had a second deportation flight that was reported canceled by the U.S. government because Haitian migrants were on board being disruptive and not complying. <laughs> what are the chances? Right. Meanwhile, in another incident, three ICE officers were injured during a Tuesday assault at the Port-au-Prince airport when a group from a plane carrying single adult men stormed another recently arriving flight carrying deported families. So these guys are, uh, these guys are already causing problems, man, just, <laughs> but don't have a horse. Yeah. 
Don't have That's a horse. The we're good. We're good. <laughs> well, I know they were. I know they they were really offended by the the, the images and video. They were horrific, as Saki mm-hmm. said, um, about that. I, I wonder what how they felt because they didn't publicly come out and talk about mm-hmm. how horrific it was when um, the former president murdered an innocent family when U.S. military conducted a righteous strike. The U.S. military called it a righteous strike, killing two two men and seven children. Mm-hmm. What do you think they thought about that? Honestly, I don't think they probably were even thinking about it at all. I mean, I mean, when you look at what led to it, and, and we saw after after we knew what took place, General Milley gets up on stage and completely lies about it, and he doesn't care. I don't think any of these people really care. It's just yeah. they wanted to make it seem like they did something, so they did something reckless, and it cost innocent families' lives. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That was that was definitely that was detrimental. I mean, yeah. that was. I mean, when you see who who was killed, I mean, these mm-hmm. were humanitarian yeah. workers and I mean, good human beings that were just there trying to help, trying to serve, mm-hmm. trying to do what they could to help out that situation. It said in a late Friday afternoon report, the New York times, the New York times actually reported this somehow reveals that the military officials said they did not know the identity of the car's driver when the drone fired. What's interesting about that is when they ask Millie and I, I can't see that guy. Someone did a photo of him with like makeup and just incomplete drag. <laughs> yeah, so I did that, see that. Yeah. I can't look at him without thinking of that. That's why I was laughing when you talked about when you brought Millie up. I'm like, I can't unsee that picture. But he was saying, I trust our intel. Mm-hmm. So think about that when I read this. Um, they did. The official said they did not know the identity of the car's driver when the drone fired, but deemed him suspicious because of how they interpreted his activities that day. This is the intelligence agency of the most powerful country in the world, the most powerful military in the world, saying that he possibly visited an ISIS safe house and at one point loaded what they thought could be explosives into the car. In reality, they were filling water bottles. Yeah. So the most powerful and most incredible intelligence agency in the world cannot determine if workers that were part of a u.s aid group by the way mm-hmm. i mean i would think we'd have satellites that can zoom in on a dime i'm sure laying on the ground mm-hmm. but they can't identify these guys and understand that they're putting water for their family in the back of a trunk exactly i mean if this happened under trump i mean this would have been impeachable I, this this absolutely would have been something they would have used another one yeah yeah I, it's it's just insane that he just gets away with it time and time again because the media is covering for him they don't want to talk about any of this <laughs> It's crazy. It is. Uh, Houston, play play clip six. These are these guys filling this water bottle. At 2.35 p.m., Ahmadi pulls out a hose, and then he and a co-worker fill empty containers with water. Earlier that morning, we saw Ahmadi bring these same empty plastic containers to the office. So those are, those are the guys filling the water bottles yeah. up. So the Times reporting has identified the driver as Zamari, Amadi, a longtime worker for a USAID group, the evidence, including extensive interviews with family members, co-workers, and witnesses, suggests that his travels that day actually involved transporting colleagues to and from work. So the most powerful intelligence agency missed him transporting colleagues to and from work. And an analysis of video feeds showed that what the military may have seen was Mr. Amadi and a colleague loading canisters of water into his trunk to bring home to his family. Not canisters. These were clear bottles. I mean, it's not like you're going to put explosives into clear bottles. Um, Malaki and two other toddlers were the youngest family members killed, along with Amadi's nephews, Arwen, seven, Benjamin, six, and Zermani's two other sons, Zamir, 20, and Faisi, 16. 
Um, Zamari was a technical engineer for Nutrition and Education International, a nonprofit working to address malnutrition based in Pasadena, California. Just a day before his death, he had been helping to prepare and deliver soy-based meals to women and children at refugee camps. And how do they miss this? I don't know. I mean, I could read more. I don't want to read more. I mean, the guy was about to get married. Yeah, I saw that too. A couple yeah. days away mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So the most powerful intelligence agency mm-hmm. in the world can't determine humanitarian aid workers filling up bottles of water. It just goes to show the, that just how incompetent this entire administration is. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, the pullout in Afghanistan already. Mm. I mean, just the they botched that, and then they just continue to mess it up over and over again. They really have no idea what's going on. No, where are we at? Where <laughs> where, where where are we at? I mean, in your I, I know I've said mass noncompliance. You yeah. said it on your show today. Yeah, where are we at? Like as far as COVID, I mean, no, I mean as just, far as just, how, some, just just I don't think government in general. <laughs> I don't think it's COVID. I think it's yeah. right now, and and I know we always talk mm-hmm. about COVID. I don't want to talk about COVID because there's other things to do. And yesterday the show was horrific because we had Mm -hmm. to talk about where Australia is Yeah, with the the liberty and freedom and the the tyranny just Mm -hmm. like overwhelming. Australia is gone. It it is. Yeah, Australia is literally gone, Mm -hmm. but we're, we're, we're next. We're next on the docket. So that's what I always say. You can be wealth and health Mm -hmm. are relevant without liberty and freedom. Exactly. So where, where, where do you see, things going from here because when i talk to my friends they're like i don't know this this isn't a mass depopulation thing i don't know what to think but i guarantee a year ago if you would have said where we are Mm -hmm. at right now no one would believe believe no no i mean it was so insane uh at least where we're at right now so insane i mean that guy that predicted everything uh or whatever it was from like november or something where he pretty much said exactly what was probably going to happen i mean everybody thought he was crazy and now we're going back and like this guy was like you know like a prophet or something but i mean yeah it's going to require mass non-compliance that's the biggest um thing because otherwise if if enough people go along with everything it's just going to be a situation where the government's going to do whatever they want to do and and i that's my biggest fear is i'm hoping that enough people wake up and realize this isn't a political thing this is about trying to, you know, actually understand what your freedoms are and exercise that and not be forced to do things that you don't want to do. And I'm and I'm seeing some more people waking up over time, but I still feel like there's just so many people that are just willing to just say, hey, do it. Tell me what to do, yeah. you know, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why I say one by one. We all say no. I mean, yeah, that that's the only way to do that is just just to just to say no. Yeah. I mean, and again, when you say mass non-compliance mm-hmm. i always kid around i said mask non-compliance <laughs> there you go. In, in the very beginning because i i wore i wore a mask one time mm-hmm. that was to go into the apple computer store and i got covid and that was last july that mm-hmm. i got covid like three days later oh, okay so irony i'm not gonna yeah. blame it on that or whatever but <laughs> anyway it was it was it was very interesting but i always said no to the mask because mm-hmm. i knew that that was they do everything by algorithms yeah they can tell what percentage of the population is wearing a mask? Sure. If if the majority is wearing a mask, let's take it a step further. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that because I saw where it was going. I saw mm-hmm. that these vaccine mandates and all this other stuff is just going to be pushed and pushed and pushed. And they're trying. They're trying they, oh, they best. are. I mean, the mandates recently for that Biden was announcing for for the vaccine and everything. I mean, it's, it's just going to keep on going and going and going. And then these companies are going to start doing it. But the thing, too, is. We're starting to see at least a few companies I've heard of so far that are like, no, we're, this isn't happening. We're not doing any of this. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if companies push back and employees push back and everyone does, there's nothing they can really do. No. And so. that, that's like yesterday. There's more of us than there, there are of them. Yeah. And until we, 
I don't know if you saw the clip yes, from, from yesterday. They had um, this protester that ran out in the field and these cops like tackled him in the field. And this is at a, a major soccer I think I did game. That actually, yeah. And they were beating the heck out of this guy. <laughs> yeah. And some of the fans were like, uh-uh. And they went out there and these cops are like, I mean, they started beating the heck out yeah. of the cops. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, everyone was going to be cool mm-hmm. if you just, I mean, they knew the guy broke the, broke the rules. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say law because, I mean, you, you run out there with a sign. True. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but, I mean, just sit there and just beat him mm-hmm. like that. When you see evil going on when you see things that aren't right going on it's up to us to do something about it absolutely and that's like why i would say get involved in your local government get Mm -hmm. involved in um even if your kids aren't in public school get involved in Mm -hmm. public school because you're standing up for all these other kids that maybe don't have the opportunity to go to private school but you can stand up for their rights as well exactly and just get involved anywhere you can to make a difference at any and any level that you can, and yeah. I mean, there's there's certain boards that I'm not on anymore because of their stance on mm-hmm. some of this stuff, and I'm like, I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit idly by and do that. It's like this is how I feel, this is what I'm gonna do, and we're gonna we're gonna move forward from that. So right. I just that's why I w- wanted to get your your stance on that too, because I know, um, you know, you said that about mass noncompliance mm-hmm. today, and I think that's the only way to do it, it and, really and, to, and to prepare. I mean, yeah, you know. Talk about that. Talk about what you think about that. I mean, as far as yeah, having yeah. to prepare, it's it sucks. We do, but we're. I, I mean, you, you do. I mean, we're talking about tyranny at this point. I mean, that's what we're looking at. That's what's next, kind of on the horizon. It's already kind of started. So you know, the best that we can do to to prepare ourselves and politically and with our own knowledge and like you said, getting involved. I mean, that's the only way that we're going to be able to actually do anything is to know what's going on and informing yourself about what's happening too. Because so many people out there just. I mean, there's. I would, I would uh, probably assume the majority of people are like, they have no idea what's going on. They have like, they're just completely ignorant of what's happening right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, cause we have a media that we're fighting against. So, you know, it's just kind of a situation where we're just hoping and, and I'm, and I'm doing my part to try and at least, you know, inform people, hopefully, you know, I'm not just on a, on a show basis, but just in my own personal life or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever's going on, trying to, you know, make that statement um, in, in a way to whoever I can, because it's, it's just scary, you know, with where we could possibly be. So. Well, that's, I think that's, that goes back to kind of why we started doing, mm-hmm. you know, what we did, why yeah. you started doing what you did. Cause it's like the, the squeaky wheels are the ones that get the grease. Yeah. The squeaky wheels are the one out there yapping, yapping, yapping. And it's like, I don't want to just be another person yapping, yapping, yapping. Exactly. But the thing is, is there's so much that's censored. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying yesterday, it's hard for people to, to educate themselves when they don't know where to go. I mean, when you go to the the big media controlled um, conglomerates, they're going to, they're going to paint and push a narrative that they want to do for their own bottom line, whether it's a a big pharma company in their back pocket or whether it's like a Gates foundation that's pushing it because he has a financial interest in it. And it's like us being banned from YouTube or or (laughs) getting strikes. We didn't say anything that shouldn't have been questioned. Mm -hmm. Why not be able to ask the questions? Why not be able to say, okay, people are doing well in India and Mexico and Japan from the horse dewormer. Right. Yeah. If the horse dewormer works, why not try it here? If, if it's mm-hmm. truly about health, if it's truly about saving people's lives. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest mistake that Democrats are going to realize is that, is that they went all into this vaccine not realizing that it wasn't going to be as effective as they thought it was going to be. And that, that's the biggest thing that I kind of, I'm just sitting back laughing and I'm kind of in a way because it's like, they, they look crazy at this point 
recommend only only this. You must do this. Only the boosters. Yeah. Only these. No other types of treatments. And it's like, wait, wait. You can't care about people's lives if you're not even if you're just going to basically dismiss everything that comes out there that has been yeah. either proven to work by the people. It doesn't matter. It like let people you know figure out what works for them and go from there. But that's. That goes against their bottom line. <laughs> yeah. I always say they're trying to kill the three cent pill, which Seriously. is ivermectin, three yeah, cents. Yeah. But now they're going to, Pfizer's going to take the three cent pill, put it into their deal and exactly. charge $27 yeah, I mean, for I, it. It's funny how I actually posted about this today on Gab, but it's like, you know, Big Pharma used to be the biggest enemy of like so many of the Democrats. Like they hated Big Pharma. And then all of a sudden, it's like they're the best thing in the world. Pfizer's the best thing. It's like the savior of all humanity. Yeah. Like, wait, what happened, guys? You know? Well, what happened <laughs> is, same people. Is, is Big Pharma is now the biggest lobbyist <laughs> right? conglomerate around. I mean, yeah. they're spending billions a year lobbying. So that's probably what happened. But you, you mentioned Gab. I want to ask you real quick about mm -hmm. Gab before we go. Talk about Gab, what it is as far as to you. Because, I mean, I was, I'm not, I, I'm not, literally, I'm not in any social media outlets other than mm. gab the reason is it was it was like facebook they should rename it to train wreck i mean i'm telling you <laughs> some of the stuff on there is like are you serious yeah. like some yeah. of the people i knew and grew up with and stuff they post like, like who's this <laughs> i don't want to know that about you yeah. i don't want to know that yeah. but um but gab is a i mean what, what do they try to determine it's like a white supremacist neo-nazi thing after the charleston Shooting, yeah, which yeah. they determined that that guy had a Gab account, but all his communication was mm -hmm. on Twitter and Facebook. Exactly. Right? So anyway, the, the the narrative tried to spin mm -hmm. that way, but I mean that's a that's a private group. Gab have their own servers. Have mm -hmm. their own, that's what I loved, and, and like why we our first show was Gabbers because yes. we we just wanted to celebrate Gab mm -hmm. and what they were doing because I'm I'm a big fan of the underdog all the time. Exactly. I'm, my favorite movie is Rudy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just I mean it's the posters here in the office. And so, uh, anyway, I just wanted to know kind of like how you discovered Gab, what Gab's done for you. You're extremely, you have a great following on Gab. Yeah, yeah. so I, I started on Parlor uh, middle of last year. That was kind of really my launching platform where I was, I, and I was exclusively there. I mean, I had other accounts, but I didn't really use them at all. And I, it was my mistake because I invested entirely into Parlor yeah. at that time. And then, of course, once January 6th, because that's the issues that they the the mainstream media is going to take whatever that event is if it's like like you're mentioning with the with the shooting there but also January 6th I mean whatever whoever they can blame for whatever incident comes up they're going to put all the blame on whatever site that they can the easiest one to get to and the the biggest threat which was Parler at the time um because they were like number one in the app store and everything but they got pulled down so after that I was like well you know <laughs> where else can I go so yeah. Gap was available and you know I was uh seeing that they had their own servers and you know had already dealt with everything parlor had gone through before mm -hmm. and that they learned from it and now have come out better as a result of it. So for me, it's been uh, really refreshing being on the site and everyone that I knew on parlor has come over there as well. Um, and it's just been an awesome site to obviously meet, you know, guys like you and just, you know, it, it's just been uh, an awesome community thing. And, and Torb has been really supportive, you know, posting videos and just, you know, just so many things that are just awesome about the site. I love the groups feature and all that. So yeah. I, I love it. And and of course, with Gab TV is amazing as well. So, and I've been using that. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Guys at Gab TV, start doing your emails again. That helps us both. That helps us both. Yes. <laughs> anyway, well, William, thank you so much for joining. We're, we're going to definitely have you back. You're, you're, you're so close and this is a lot of fun. And so I certainly appreciate you being on the, on the, on the show tonight. So yeah, thanks for having me. I enjoyed I, it. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. So Everybody follow William. What, what's what's your handle? At um, it's William5849. And if you're looking for the show, you can just search William Hall Show pretty much anywhere and you can find it. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
Well, follow him. He's 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 everywhere. You're not in face uh, YouTube jail right now, are you? Uh, no, not not right now. Okay, I okay. just came out a week ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> a week or two ago. So. That's awesome. How many strikes do you have? I well, I have two now. So ah. so yeah. So I'm like, like I'm like at one more and I'm done. Yeah, but, I gotta you know. I gotta wait my 90 days before I try to post something else because yeah. I'm at two strikes too. Okay, a warning and two strikes. So anyway, we're. We're, we're photo finish on that yeah. one. Can't say that. That reminds people of horses at a photo finish, and you know, right. horses are not good. Exactly. Anymore. We can't do that. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Free Thinkers Podcast. Follow William on Gab and all his uh, his, his sites, his platforms out there, and, and follow him on YouTube, Gab TV, and all that great content coming from William. So, anyway, we thank you for, uh, for following us tonight and joining us and, and being part of this. Go to our website at freethinkerspodcast.com. Sign up for updates. We have text and SMS messages that we can alert you from. I know part of the deal with Gab is they aren't allowed to have an app, which can't have notifications. That's nothing against Gab. That's them being banned from all the stores, uh, the app stores and that kind of thing. So we created a way that you can get alerts from us too. So anyway, until next time, hope you have a great day. We'll see you soon. Bye.